with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. Man, let's do this thing. All right, good morning, everybody. It's almost time for fall forward. That's going to be a. That's going to be a. Or fall, fall, back. Fall, back. fall back. Fall back. That's in two fall weeks, back. bro. Yeah. Come on. Well, it's going to be early. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or. Uh, per podcast every week Free. on your favorite podcast platforms 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com just check for the Outdoor Zone on your podcast platforms or go to theoutdoorzone.com and track us there find the links there uh, my name is TJ Graney in the bunkhouse with me is The Beef oh yeah Online He's with so us. so gross. I know. He's so gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> Online with us is Cody Ryan. Good morning. You yes, would... and beefsteak is like yes. community microphone uh, covers. Fluffies. And Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, <laughs> makes sure the uh, gate gets open, the old pot belly stove gets fired up, and the screen door gets a, that. One screw in the top left hinge gets tightened up once again. Uh, yeah, man, what a week. Uh, beautiful weather. Uh, all is good. Uh, beautiful weather. It's 40 degrees where I was in the morning. That's uh, cold. It's beautiful here. That's I don't great. know about you, but it's great here. Yeah. It was Arctic this week. 
Well, it was cool here in the mornings, which is when beautiful. 40. It got warm in the afternoons, but that didn't. Uh, I told Mrs. Graney this week, I said, enjoy the last few weeks of hotness because it's not you're going to start complaining about it being cold coming up pretty quick. We used to call it Indian summer where, you know, it would come back again, right? It would start to get cool and then it come back with a summer, like two or three weeks of summertime. Is that what they can't say that anymore. Is that Indian summer? Native American summer. No, but I mean, is that really what the the old saying, Indian summer? Oh, yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Mm, You know that fake, you know that that fake fall. Not only do you know where the largest ball of twine is (laughs) and the best hamburger restaurant anywhere in a hundred mile radius of where you might land in this country. The top 48. Yeah. Pretty good. Someday we'll write a book. Someday we'll do that. Yeah, that'd be great. How about travels? I did see a, a uh, group full of motorcycle guys yesterday in Oklahoma. I was looking for you, Beef. I didn't see any. I, I hope you pulled. You. I hope you pulled right up to their tail and just kind of, you know, gave it a little honk, couple honks. Well, it was at a gas station. Oh. There was a whole like forty of them, and yes, I did because one of them was in the diesel pump. Oh yeah, area. they love that. They love that stuff. Diesel. <laughs> So there was a motorcycle gathering in Austin. One of the 200 motorcycles get together, four wheelers, all that stuff, licensed, unlicensed. And uh, they were on the roads yesterday in Austin doing the wheelies everywhere. And Well, the F1 is in town. Well, I don't know. So that's everything is going around that, right? Well, I don't know if it was F1 or F2, but it was F'd up. (laughs) (laughs) F2, whatever it takes. So, no, I I know because uh, I have a friend who was riding a motorcycle in the group of people. Uh Uh-huh. Does he share any DNA with you at all? Yeah, he's okay. pretty close. <laughs> wow. But it was, uh, you know, there Good was videos you. of these guys uh, on the four-wheelers and motorcycles doing the wheelies. I mean, today, now, what a wheelie used to be yeah. and what a wheelie is, what, no, it, what happened? Do they make them different? Or? They're jumping off the back. They're standing on, yeah, they're standing on the back lights and, and they go for like four miles. It's nothing new when you're not around. That's what we do on the your four wheelers, by the way. So, oh well, bump, yeah, bump, bump, <laughs> fall down, all the skin. Well, I, I knew, I knew the young no. guys. I knew the young no, guys at camp uh, used to, or uh, took the four wheelers and uh, golf carts and laid them over and stuff like that yeah. all the time. You didn't know about it. Huh. No, I knew about it, but it was only after it happens. So, TJ, I need help. So I, I may, I mean, it may need a little help. Yesterday, I went out and collected know, some what, more free firewood. What in the world? I took my what grandson. Is your deal? I took my grandson. Don't you just come to my house? I told you come to the farm. I have it standing dead. Did you see how nice seasoned? it was? It was all ready. I mean, all, it was. It's just clean cut, ready to go. Green. It's green. I got to I got to cut it, but then you could size it really nice with a chainsaw. Once it's seasoned, it's hard to cut. I, I mean, know. So you got to get it kind of green and wet, cut it to the right <sighs> size, then 
So did you get it all unloaded? No, I'm going to take my other grandson today to do that. (laughs) Where are you putting it? (laughs) Oh, well, we're going to, for the new bunkhouse. You're going to take it to your church? Yeah. Do they know you're you're going to start loading? We don't have. Making piles of wood there again? We have, I do, that's what I do. I know. We have a 10-foot round fire ring. And if we don't have any any uh, firewood, what are we going to do with it? You can't have a KOZ. You can't have a Well, you buy a out, bundle. Outing. They're $4 at 7-Eleven. Oh, if I showed up with a little mesquite cedar <laughs> bundle from H-E-B, you know what would happen? Uh, Yeah, you would have a nice, neat, clean, nice organized area fire. around the fire pit. No, you can't do that. You taught me better than that. You can't have. Don't you put this dude, off on oh. me. You used to come. We come to the bunkhouse, and you would have a four foot high stack of pallets and logs and branches. No, and it, no, no. And there were smoke no, rings going that everywhere. Was you come on. You that were a firebug, bro. Come on. I'm a firebug, yes, but I didn't. I wasn't responsible for that. I do have. Fire, you were, you were always in my burning. blood. The bigger, the better. The big, you're like, put that. Don't even chop that. We used to. I was a big wood splitter. You're like, don't. We don't need to split anything. Just throw that big log on there. I think you're thinking about somebody else, Cody. Come your on, other friend, Cody. Your yeah. other friend, TJ. Come on. I'm not getting in the middle of this one because it could go either way. All right. So that's for my so, grandson's birthday. That's what we did. Is I went and we went and collected that, and then you know what? You it was let a him good use time. the chainsaw. Uh, well, not yet. What kind of birthday present was that? Well, he got Sonic, I guess. That was pretty good, but he got to you know drive Actually, around I... with Uncle uh, Grandpa Beefsteak, and but you know what? I used that new stuff we were you know Axis where they talk about how to talk to kids. Where you yeah. ask him the questions and, you know, Right, you're using the access, so you have the lifelong I'll conversation. I asked him about that. Yeah. And I kept going. And it was beautiful. We connected like never before. And you just kind of, well, talk to them like they're grownups, I guess. You know, how would you, if you were in charge, what would you do? Right. You know, what, and, and, uh, and man, he just opened up and started telling me everything and about all the stuff he likes and the games and I asked him, I said, so we did that little game where you, you say, do you like, what? you just say McDonald's, um, I know it's food, right? McDonald's, Wendy's, Whataburger. He's like, McDonald's. I'm like, okay, why? You got to be able to defend whatever question. He's like, fries. Oh, that's a good idea. I said, so short girls or tall girls? And he thought for a bit, he's like, neither. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so I've been at the farm, had a good day just being there. There's, You know, uh, it was interesting. I was thinking last night that uh, I don't think Cody will appreciate this, and you probably will too. You're beef. never coming back to um, Austin again. Oh, Well, I do it reluctantly on occasion, but uh, I was out there working, and I was thinking, you know, a little cleanup project for me takes four hours. Why? Because and sometimes was, an hour with, and sometimes one of those four hours is with a tractor to just do something out there to get it cleaned up and organized. And Cody, what what's going on? Why, so the, why is it taking him four hours? Do you walk around? Do so other the projects? point is, so the point I was going to say is that it's usually you got to put some 
blocks or rocks around a drainage and so you got to move these boulders and you got to dig and you know and and, uh i don't know if it's always understood by my better half all that it takes to just move you know clean up one area or do something so it was a a beautiful day i love it but it's just I mean, it's like mowing the lawn. It's it's four hours on a tractor shredding one area. I think you are just having a great time, taking your time, doing kind of what you want, enjoying the scenery, and just slowing down. That's what I think he's doing. Right, Cody? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Uh, it's not a bad thing. Well, no, it's like it's Cody. A- I mean, he comes home now, and we'll... I'm, we'll talk about his fishing trip here on the flip side, but he'll come back from from a trip, and you know it's great hugs and all that stuff. But he pulls in and he sees, you know, two days of shredding, and yeah. I mean it's right. just a it's just a mindset when you're out there that uh, the the difference between outside and inside, I guess maybe you mm. know. Although you want it that way. You want their inside to be comfy and for them to have those things. But somehow, I guess, just looking at all there is to do. Uh, Speaking of things to do. Go to McBride's Guns. There's an Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealership, and that's McBride's Guns. And there are hometown gun shop whether you're looking for a new rifle or shotgun personal carry hey deer season's coming up rifle season's coming up real quick you need to go by mcbrides and make sure that gun is set up make sure you got one that fits your shoulder get one for the kid uh, that you're going to take for their first outing make sure it's the right size on them you'll find all that get all the help with that at mcbrides guns they're the in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them 472-3532 or online at McBridesGuns.com because, as I said, McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. All right, coming up next, we'll talk a little fishing. Plus, I want to hear about Road Rash's camping trip. You get all that and more, plus your favorite segments, News the Weird, uh, all that Coming up, it is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is MLS Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's Green Earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back. Oh, okay. All right. Now, go ahead. Now, we're back. We're back. Back in the beautiful state of Texas as the sun's rising over this wonderful landscape. (laughs) Amen. You're farther east. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, uh, number one outdoor show on radio. Appreciate you regulators being tuned in with us. Hey, start your next adventure with the award-winning lineup of Jeeps. Start it with 0% financing for up to 72 months on select new Jeeps. Start it at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin, the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. When you think Jeep, think Nile Maxwell Supercenter. No one stocks more, sells more, and saves you more on Jeeps everywhere, anywhere in Central Texas. 
We've got truckloads of new Jeeps on and more on the way. So if you want a new Jeep, we've got it during the Nile Maxwell Jeep Adventure Days. Your adventure starts now at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So, uh, yeah, just got back from last night from... Uh, just flew in and I? boy, I are my at, arms tired. I just got back from... Uh, yes, that, that joke never gets old. Gets me every time, still. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I have to collect myself. Um, I'm just kidding. Nick LeBrun wins the Bassmaster Open, the final event Bassmaster Open of the year decides AOI for who makes it into the Bassmaster Elite Series in 2022, who uh, makes it the final person to make it into the Bassmaster Classic, Nick LeBrun, after winning the Bassmaster Open. If you're interested in all that, of course, it's uh, all online. You can check it out at Bassmaster.com, but the final Bassmaster Open. His weight uh, was 28. 50 pounds, two ounces after three days, three days. So, uh, it was, it was a good, a good event The fishing on Grand Lake, man. And I, I'm just going to break it down. It's, it's, there's a lot of events that go out of Grand Lake because they have wonderful facilities. They've built an absolutely wonderful facility uh on the lake as far as putting on tournaments giant you know they got like these three big parking lots they've got like six boat ramps and docks and they've put together a fantastic facility to host these types of events with all of these boats the problem is in my opinion there's only a handful of major creeks and two river arms on the lake well you get 200 boats, 100 boats, 200 boats, 100 boats, 200 boats, 100 boats every single weekend, week after week after week. I mean, these fish get brought back to this one creek arm and get dropped off every week, every week, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of bass. And, uh, and they, uh, Anyway, I'm just I'm venting a little bit. I you know what it <laughs> probably it is one of those things too that uh I and I thought about this. You guys what in the world they had uh the Bass Central at this last tournament. You had over 200 anglers and co-anglers 200 no bo- no boats. not co-anglers so they made it they made a change this past year in the Bassmaster opens i don't like it i don't like it one bit and i'll be vocal about it and i'll tell anybody i don't care maybe they won't let me in next year i don't know but uh they're allowing anybody to sign up for the Bassmaster opens you do not have to be signed up for the entire season of the opens you can what? jackpot them meaning if it's your local uh event you can hop into it at any time you do not have to have a co-angler to sign up with you like you used to where the numbers would be even so every excuse me i've been fighting allergies so they so every angler that wants to get in and fish on the boater side can get in and then they'll just take however many co-anglers sign up 
there's not enough co-anglers to match up with the pro anglers, obviously where that used to be a, the thing like no pro could go out without a co because it leveled the playing field. Now it doesn't matter if you don't draw a co uh, angler, so it that- doesn't matter. You, you can fish on your own. Uh, and it's, it, it completely changes the game when you have a co-angler versus when you don't. 100%, I've learned that because now that I've fished six major multi-day events, <clears throat> excuse me, without a co-angler uh, in the NPFL, I know how much it changes my game and how I fish. I do not do well, and that's my own fault. Maybe it's something I can work on. I don't know how to work on it. Uh to be honest with you, without paying an $1,800 entry fee and fishing one of these major events, I don't know how else you work on it. And that it, that's kind of hard to explain unless you fish one of these events, I guess. Um, so anyway, it's, it, it's not okay. What they're doing is they're making up some revenue, I believe. Um, that, they're just my accepting thought. the revenue. No more pay spots. No more places paid. It's been 40 pace places paid in Bassmaster, and that's it, no matter how many boats are in. Uh, I, I just think that there's some changes that need to be made. It's the gauntlet, but it is the only way in for a guy like me to either make the Elite Series, which near impossible, near impossible. I think you got to make three top tens in a division. Uh, or... Which I mean, obviously, is doable. But you got guys living on the lake for two weeks, three weeks, a month. There's no off limits. That's the other thing. There's no off limits. You can go for as long as you want to whatever lake there is that, uh, that it is. Uh, you know, I there's just a lot of pe- parts and pieces to it that just aren't really like competitive, true to the roots, competitive fishing. Well, and it sounds a guy and, and a guy doesn't have to figure it out. A guy can go there for a month, plant brush, you know, I mean, and do all kinds of stuff. Now, how is that how it was one? No, I don't think so. Nick LeBrun came in, figured out something, how to catch better fish than average and put the hammer down. And I think he was close to takeoff where they release all those fish week after week after week after week after week. And he just caught five a day and weighed them in, and they were good ones. So I I don't want to take anything away from anybody that's won or done well in the Bassmaster Elite Series because it's obvious that those guys that can catch them, Jacob Brosnick, who won Angler of the Year uh, for overall, and is going back to the Bassmaster Elite Series next year. I, I mean, that dude's a hammer. He He catches them event after event after event so uh you know there's guys there's guys that do it uh, regardless of what my little gripe is uh there's guys that can go out there and do it so well i was just my whole thought process on it was how in the world do you go to i mean when i heard there was over 200 boaters 200 boats fishing the tournament i just thought now that's uh, my first thought was now that's just a money grab that's just all about trying to generate some money so anyway hey let's let's finish 
talking about some of this on the flip side. Hey, Sun Automotive, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. Well, we trust our friends over at Sun Automotive. Family-owned and operated since 1978. Every person at Sun Automotive work hard to, works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials. Locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620 Sun Auto Service, sunautoservice.com. Nobody wants to hear bass fishermen gripe any more than I already do, so we'll move on <laughs> to News of the Weird. Coming up next, it is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the Buckhouse, 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. Daka. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup. Gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a fire. All right, welcome back. Sure, Raw Barn Grill. Hey, if you haven't been to Shore Raw Barn Grill, you have not seen. You have not been to the hottest, newest thing in Austin. It's the uh, hand, hand uh, personally uh, bringing in the live music capital of the world uh, label for Austin. Handling it personally is uh, sure Raw Bar and Grill. To this, today, they've got a jazz brunch from 12 to 3. Nice. And then six to nine, they have a jam session. Uh, uh, jam session, uh, and I mean, just they have this beautiful music, live music uh, during the week, and uh, they're all their foods, all their uh, seafood, and uh, is flown in fresh every week, and it's handpicked by these guys by uh, Rick Wahlberg, Jim Snyder. Beautiful place. Uh, now would be a great time to go sit on that open patio. It's a pet-friendly patio. You can have your little poocher sitting there next to you while you have your dinner with your bride. And uh, Just great place. Uh, Shore Raw Barn Grill. Can't say enough about it. Go visit our buddies over there. Uh, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider at Shore Raw Barn Grill, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wine Oak Hill, the Shore. Raw Barn Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for all the details in the music calendar. Shoreatx.com. Go get you some. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. In a video posted to TikTok by Brian Crowell, a fully clothed man can be swimming back towards his boat with a small canine in tow. Uh, Several of his friends on board the vessel 
help to lift the dog over the side of the boat and onto the safety of the deck with his rescuer climbing up close behind. My friends and I saved a dog we found swimming along alone in the middle of the ocean, a caption accompanying the video reads. Shaking the water from its fur coat, the dog also appeared visibly shaken by the experience or possibly exhausted given the amount of swimming they would have had uh, he would have had to do. At the time of this, the video had gotten 9.6 million views. <laughs> Most people just praising him. Um, but then it started coming up like, oh, man, that was a staged video. Right. Who 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 turns on a video and has his dog floating in the ocean, right? Well, that's it, what they were. They were, you know, like because a lot of videos are staged and now you can see some of them where they have side by side, you know, the here's the one where we practice staging it. And then here's the <laughs> one we staged and. You know, there's some people kind of busting the whole TikTok deal out. Hmm. Um, but uh, but come to find out, they did. there was some follow-up videos by this guy. And uh, the dog had a collar with the phone number on it. They called the people. And the dog was on his first boating trip with his owners. And apparently he was running around and didn't know you know how to handle himself yeah. and got near the back of the boat and a wave came over and swooped him into the water and they never noticed it they thought he was down in the bottom cabin or someplace and Chewing finally on a boat or you know there. yeah and then like an hour later it's like hey poochie poochie where oh my god can you imagine how you'd feel so i had a friend cody cody and i had a friend he was a journalist and uh, he he had a uh, a bay fishing boat, so he'd go out to Rockport, Port Aransas, those areas, fish the shallow waters out there. And he had taken his little poochie out with him one time, and they went out and they uh, uh, anchored on an island out there and um, and started wade fishing. And he would just leave his dog on the boat, you know, and just kind of hang out there. Well, for some reason the dog jumped off the boat one day and the wind was really strong and the current was really strong. And you're, you're making me sad now, TJ. And I'm he went back, to... he waded back to his boat with his stringer of fish and his poochie was gone and he never found him. That's a sad story. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. I thought there was going to be an end to it that was good, you know, Cody? No. But no. instead, yeah. we got the old yeller Well, ending. apparently, they just found him. He's dead. Like last week, swimming in the middle of the ocean. Oh, is that where this he went? This was him. Wow, all the way over no, to I'm Florida. Kidding. It wasn't him. But, uh, then, but this reminds me a little bit about, you know, do you put your dog, if you do take him out, you've seen those little life vests that you put around him, right? Nobody For, does that. I have one for my dog. Oh come on! I do. It's a well. It, that's because your dog is special. It needs extra help. <laughs> your dog is um, not all there. What? I don't know how to say it correctly. Yeah, it's perfect. Right? We, you really put a life jacket on your dog? Yeah, we have a camo one that you know they use for uh, dogs that retrieve, you know, ducks retrieve ducks and, and everything like that. And it's just a neo. So why does your dog have one? Well, my wife b b bought it for him. So we no, could I take mean, him like, out on 
why would you buy one for a waterfowl dog? For a German shepherd? Ducks. <laughs> for a German shepherd? Because we got to make what the, the lifestyle was that we put him on the boat and that he was going to go out, you know, and like Has we're talking happened? about. Hap- taking that dog out? One time. Yeah. So we kept going on the hard. Again. It's kind of hard because you do have to manage your day along with the dog. And uh, as we, you know. So I told this, I told the story, like I am, I am against, I'm against dogs on boats. I just don't think it's a, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's safe. And, and, and now there's some dogs I'm sure that are fine to do to take out and all that stuff. But I just don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's right. I, I've told this story before Hater. when I was on the lake that, uh, what are you whispering? I said hater. He said hater. <laughs> I am. I just don't believe it. I look. I. I. He lost one of his dogs dog. when he was young, and he's still no, upset about no, no, it. No, 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 no. You mean I was bay fishing? And uh, I was on the okay. lake at the boat ramp, and a guy was trying to take his dog out uh, on his kayak with him. Ooh. And he had fishing rods, and the dog moved around and got one of the fishing. Uh, Bates hooked in his face and the guy's freaking out. The dog's freaking out. He comes and I'm like, Hey, can I help you? Do you need a pair of scissors to cut the string from the, cause the fishing pole was still hooked to it and all that. And, and, uh, the guy was like, no, here, I don't know what to do. And throws the dog on my boat <laughs> with, with the lure. In his and I'm face. like, uh, cause he, he just has a kayak. Yeah. Wait, let me push the button on my reel. <laughs> let me open the drag up. Uh, yeah. Throws the dog with the, fa- with the, with the lure stuck in its face on my boat. Well, this dog doesn't know me. Starts freaking out, starts nipping at me, biting at me. Luckily I had a big towel and it wasn't that big of a dog. It was a little, a little dog. Now, I had a towel in the back of the boat and I grabbed a towel and I wrapped that dog up like a burrito and so it couldn't bite Can me you see and scratch jumping me on this little out. chihuahua you know with a towel yeah yeah oh man and, uh ended up you know getting pliers and after being bitten scratched by some random dude's dog that he threw on my boat when well, I don't be a, to, like, you get, don't need to be a hater because man man that was just an idiot who puts a dog on a kayak anyway you who jack puts a dog leg on a boat? well wow. i can see him the on same a thing I can see him on a boat. Well, it says here we kept going up and down where we had traveled trying to retrace our path, and we had no luck. After seven mental breakdowns, you guys called us, and it was a miracle. Zuko's owner said he had never done anything like this before, yet despite the drama of the day's events, they they were so happy after he was found alive and well. All right, it's football time in Texas. What gets you to the game should be the new Honda from your Central Texas Honda dealers. With over 1 million Hondas on the road equipped with Honda Sensing, and your Honda is not just protecting your lives, but the people in your car, but the lives of the ones you love too. Envious, don't be. Your new Honda is waiting for you right now at one of the Honda Central Texas Honda dealers. First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, or Honda San Marcos. Or you can always go online to CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. Get one, get one, get one. 
My backup oh, man. singers, man. You always Your singers. I know. I get it wrong every time. But coming up next, a chance for you to make some money in the Game Warden Field Notes. You get it only one place. It is the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Man, what a beautiful day it is. Yes, and what a beautiful chance it is for you to save a lot of money at Nile Maxwell GMC with more best-in-class features and savings on every new GMC in stock. Your new GMC is here. We have hundreds of incredible vehicles, and if we don't have it, our professional-grade experts in Round Rock will find it for you. Go visit our friends, professional-grade experts who will take first-class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is just the beginning of the relationship, not the end. Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock. Or you can find them, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details because we are professional grade. All right, now it's time for your game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So one of the better programs uh, out there is Operation Game Thief. It's um, a tip line and it's uh, been highly effective in finding poachers and trespassers and um, operation game thief has a, a new uh, a notification out there offering a thousand dollar reward for information leading to a poacher's arrest and convention conviction out of amarillo texas game wardens are requesting the public's help in, to identify individuals responsible ki- for killing five pronghorn between Friday, September 24th and Sunday, September 22nd, the bodies were discovered one mile north of Interstate 40, just east of Adrian. The carcasses were dumped on private land with the skull and horns missing. This is a considerably egregious crime, not just in the manner in which it was committed, but also due to the significance of the animal that was harmed, said Oldham County Game Warden Wesley Driscoll, who is overseeing the investigation. The pronghorn is one of the few big game species native to our state. Its habitat is limited to West Texas and the panhandle, which is why their hunting season is shorter than most and hunting permits are highly regulated. A crime of this magnitude impacts everyone working to conserve a pronghorn for future generations. Of course, if you have any information or if you hear something, just go to Operation Game Thief hotline or website. Easy enough to find that information out. But 800-792-GAME. So it's, it's 
uh, it's a common uh, deal for um, for us this time of year to find some poaching going on, road hunting, stuff like that. Would you call in? I mean, if you just saw I absolutely would turn somebody in if I found out they were doing. But how do you see? That's what I'm I'm going to ask you too, both of you. How do you know? I mean, you go by and you see somebody hopping over a fence or something. Do you really stop and talk to them and ask them you what know, they're doing there? I mean, I'm the kind of guy that probably would. <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? So right. yesterday, yesterday, I'm driving back from town, and I drive by a piece of property. It's kind of kind of a, a nice house on the on the highway, kind of a side road leading to the highway. And uh, and I saw some guys working on two Triton bass boats. Mm-hmm. They had them in the yard, you know. I saw one guy underneath, just and they're nice, you know, bass boats, kind of like were what they Cody just and them. Alike? I mean, they were. There, one was a Triton two twenty, and one was oh. a Triton twenty, which I think was probably a two twenty, but he lost a two. I don't know. <laughs> uh, two going two, so fast. Two twenty 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 two twenty, whatever it takes. Uh, but I saw him working on it, and I drove a, a couple of miles towards my house, and then I just turned around, went back, and I drove over there, and I said, hey. I got to know. Howdy. I'm, I'm a neighbor in this area. Who are you? What, how are you doing? I'm, you know, and, just, and why are you I, working on my boat? I oh. just <laughs> am interested in people and what they're doing, and I'm not afraid to stop and talk and ask. So and what did they say? Like in the back – well, they we ended up they knew Cody. We ended up finding that we knew some mutual people. I mean, because they had that kind of bass boat. But I saw, you know, we have a back road on the back side of our property. It's a public road, and I'll see a truck or a car or something stop there every once in a while, or in front of my place. Are they dumping or what? Not. I haven't caught somebody doing that yet. But I, you know, I'll walk up with the flashlight or you know, I'm typically carrying. <laughs> something i've had the uh i've called the game warden before at my in-laws place we were sitting outside and noticed a spotlight and then heard a shot uh after dark and uh and the truck drove off towards the highway and we called the game warden they ended up stopping them and those folks claimed that they were they shot at a pig and they didn't have any blood or anything any animals in their car and the truck in the truck but uh you know it was from a, a public roadway and of course it's you know your word versus theirs but my deal was is that i wanted somebody to confront them because by confronting them they're going to be less likely in my opinion to come back to that area for sure but the hard part is right now with all the pig hunting like out at our place in uh in in mason there's a lot of pig hunting hunting at night like you said yeah well hopefully neighbors are connecting with neighbors because i i've I've connected with all my neighbors and i have all their phone numbers and i said if i you know have to go onto your property looking for a deer or something like that that's a good is it okay And they said, yeah, just, you know, and they didn't even say call me, but I said, I will call you and, and, uh, or text these days, right? Yeah. One or the other, but uh, anyway, I, I, and, and it made me think today, 
or last night I was reading uh, about some of these cities that are struggling to have cops show up. And uh, and they're telling people to do your own, collect your own evidence, yeah. do your own, you know, and I'm like, man, I, I'm so glad that um, that our game wardens and at least I haven't heard that there's an issue with our game wardens they're being funded yeah. and having enough of them. I mean, I know there's they're always overworked and there's never enough of them. You can always have more. But, uh, I mean, yeah, you, you've got a problem with that. And I love what Cody said. You know, I want somebody to come around here. I want them to know that, hey, I, you know, the guy that lives on that property, you drive back there at night, you might get a flashlight on your vehicle if you're parked out there. Or, you know, you, you might just have the sheriff pull up behind you because somebody's watching, to, paying attention. I've also t- talked to game wardens, and, and they've, made it known to me that they just would appreciate if you didn't hog hunt at night during deer season, because then that raises a lot of questions and it makes their job very difficult because people call in when they hear gunshots after dark during deer season. And rightfully so they come to, they come to your place and you got a deer and a pig hanging. Well, which one did you shoot after dark? You know? And so Texas. Just don't hog on after dark, in my opinion. In te- hey, yeah, go ahead. I'm FarmRanchStore.com, there's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have a safe, than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. Cody and I can tell you that having good gear on your property makes a difference. For handling equipment, ranching equipment, fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on Farm and Ranch Market today. Prefort, Powder River, WW Manufacturer. If you're a landowner, buy the best. You can get the best from our friends at farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, we've got a whole nother hour of the Outdoor Zone coming up. Stick around. You don't want to miss the Armed Citizens Report, uh, the Peter Report, all that and more. Your favorite segments. It is the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. 